Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, leadership and social issues. We want to engage in ideas and what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, please visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Humanity Matters Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Hope you are enjoying this. What are we in the second week of April? Maybe. I believe so. As you're listening to this Friday, April 14th, 2023. Man, I hope you are living courageously. You're demonstrating love and kindness and generosity to a neighbor. Starting in your home and then somebody next door that spills out to wherever you work or go to school or worship place you play at either way let's affirm the dignity and worth of all that are involved Uh, if you don't know i have my uh, doctorate in organizational leadership and in the last few years uh, what has come popular in vogue is this idea of diversity and inclusion and equity. Some people go the other route, diversity, equity, and inclusion, but I prefer the diversity, inclusion, and equity. Uh, Really tongue-in-cheek because if an organization seeks to pursue that, that organization is going to fundamentally change. What do I mean? Well, organizations, businesses, Nonprofits, religious organizations, political organizations, whatever you will. Each of these organizations, and that's a term I'll be using as a suitcase for all those different types of expressions of organizations, they have values. They have a certain um, criteria that distinguishes organization A from organization B. So, If you look at a religious setting, uh, Christian values, theological values coming out of monotheism is going to look different than, say, a Zoroastrian type approach where there could be a multiplicity of gods. Or if you think of uh, religions that come from Egypt or the like, the values are different theologically. We could look at Christianity and Islam. There are values highly prized in Christianity, whether that is uh, Protestant, Catholic, or Orthodox, that distinguishes itself from Islam, or that's practiced um, by those who are Shia or Sunni um, or some other expression of Islam. Uh, we could look at businesses, for instance, uh, a, a business that values, say, technology. We could look at a, a Facebook slash meta. Uh, they have different values than Google, 
And as such, their product, what they produce, um, what they align with is different. So with that being said, those values kind of operate like a door that can swing back and forth, if you will. And individuals can come look, they can look at the values of that organization and be like, you know what? Those values of organization A align with me. The values of organization B don't align with me. So an individual, if you will, self-selects him or herself out of one organization in order to align with the other organization that aligns with his or her values. So because of that, if you look at organization A or B, you're going to see distinctions. And the sustainability of that organization depends on its unique values that help start the organization, influence the organization's programming or uh, sales services, uh, its beliefs, its practices, uh, its hiring, its uh, whether or not it will accept a quote unquote member to that organization um, who um, is allowed to represent said organization. So because of that, at one level, there is some diversity. So let me say that. Now, there'll be diversity in terms of ethnicity, diversity in terms of uh, financial situation, uh, in some cases, political situation, depending on the organization. But in some other cases, for instance, if it's a political organization, the diversity will not have a diversity of political thought. Say if you have Republicans, they have a platform, they have values. And so more than likely, you're not going to find a Democrat or a socialist or a communist who is going to align with the values of a Republican platform. Just like if there was a socialist platform where there's pure socialism or democratic socialism or some form of socialism, you will not find an individual who has a libertarian bent or who has a uh, conservative type bent who is going to be allowed to be a representative of that socialist organization. So, Diversity has a ceiling regarding organizations. But next, in terms of the values, the inclusive it, inclusivity of an organization, an organization is not having an open door. Everybody can come in, everybody, regard, no matter what you think, you can come in if what you think and believe contradicts what the organization says, you're still good. You can still represent. You can serve in some type of leadership uh, scenario. The fact of the matter is an organization that pursues inclusivity pursues its own demise. That at some point it is going to change that organization as it was understood and as it operated prior to the adoption of a pursuit of what would be considered a welcoming of everybody after it adopts that posture is going to face some level of 
difficulty. Now, the Oxford Dictionary defines uh, inclusivity, inclusion, uh, in a number of ways. And so as an adjective, it says not excluding any of the parties or groups involved in something. Okay. Uh, another de definition, aiming to provide equal access to opportunities and resources for people who might otherwise be excluded or marginalized, such as those having physical or intellectual disabilities or belonging to other minority groups. All right. Another word in terms of language, deliberately avoiding usages that could be seen as excluding a particular social group. For example, avoiding the use of masculine pronouns to cover both men and women. Hey, welcome back to the Humanity Matters podcast. I am your host, Dr. Philip Fletcher. So this is recorded two different times. So I started recording this on Friday and then I got a phone call and it interrupted. And I was like, man, I got to pick that back up again. So this is the second part. We're talking about just me thinking out loud about this idea of diversity and inclusion. Uh, I laid out some definitions from the Oxford Dictionary. And one of the things I have in mind is about organizations and their place in this I, these ideas about diversity and inclusion. On Facebook, if you're not following me on Facebook, I had made a comment about it in which I had uh, essentially said that there's only one place on earth uh, that is inclusive, all right? Uh, nobody's in control of it, right? Uh, it welcomes everyone, without hesitation. No one is excluded. Everyone is welcome. And I said, and I'm quoting myself uh, from my Facebook page. Hey, make sure you follow it. Dr. Philip Fletcher. But anyways, I've searched high and low, far and wide. The only diverse and inclusive place on the planet is the grave. Now, death welcomes everybody. It doesn't care about your social status, your political status, what religion you belong to or practice, whether you are a theist or an atheist, whether you're agnostic um, or you're agnostic, uh, whether you are male or female, you know, in today's day and age, whether you find yourself as uh, LGBTQIA, heterosexual, whatever, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what country you come from. Death is diverse and inclusive. The grave is diverse and inclusive, period. Now, for organizations, those places are not, diver are not a purely diverse and inclusive. Again, as I laid out, there are values, there are beliefs with all types of organizations, formally organized and informally organized. And the reality is you have to fit within the values and the beliefs, the standards, the DNA of that organized formally or informally organization. Now, you have the opportunity to read up on it, do your studies, and you have to determine for yourself whether or not you want to be a part of that. But knowing that, you're going to have to set some things aside if you want to participate with that organization. That organization, if it 
values its sustainability, if it values why it was founded, uh, if it values its mission and what it's intending to do, um, it's going to hold the line on some things. It's going to have boundaries. Its values, if you will, swing as a door, right? You can come in, but you can also go out if you don't align with those particular values and beliefs. And because of that, those values and beliefs, it's not going to be inclusive. It's, it's just not. It could be diverse in terms of ethnicity. It could be diverse in terms of political persuasion. It could be diverse in terms of religious thought. But that all depends on the values and beliefs of that organization. Can it be inclusive? Sure. But that inclusivity is predicated on the values and beliefs of that organization. There are some organizations I just simply won't belong to. I don't want to. Their values and beliefs do not align with mine. So I can try to join that organization, but it would be hubris it would be a, a, a level of disrespect to that organization if I went in there and said, hey, your values and beliefs need to align with mine, and if not, you're not being inclusive. I should have no expectation that an organization that seeks to sustain its founding, its vision, its mission, what it is trying to do to bend its knee to me. Now, Let's look at America, for instance. America is diverse, right? You can come, land of the free, home of the bay, uh, brave, welcoming people to participate in the land of quote-unquote opportunity. Is it inclusive? It's not welcoming everybody. Or if there are those who want to do it harm, their individuals are not welcome. I mean, let's really think about that. If there are individuals who live outside of the United States of America who want to do harm to the United States of America, do you really want America to be inclusive of that individual? That individual either has to stay where he or she is at or they have to go through a fundamental shift in their thinking, their values and beliefs. One, that they are not going to pose a threat to Americans and it's their way of life, but then also that they're going to align with the values and beliefs of America, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, so on and so forth. It's a constitutional government. So when I talk about diversity and inclusion, the other thing I want to bring up is your schools, you know. Here's another example. Schools may be diverse to a point. Schools can be inclusive to a point. But I know there's three colleges in my town. They can speak about inclusivity. I'm not calling out any one of the three. But you're going to have to pay some, some tuition to attend that university. Or you're not welcome, if you will. And that welcoming and unwelcoming is predicated on acceptance to the university and you paying tuition. So inclusivity has context to it. 
Inclusivity is predicated on some things as it relates to that specific place. So again, I've searched high and low, far and wide. The only diverse and inclusive place on the planet is the grave. So what can we walk away with? One, if you belong to a group, whether that's a family, a business, some type of nonprofit organization, some type of social organization, political group, whatever, you have your values and beliefs. You have your vision and your mission. That is to be respected. Do I have to agree with it? No. Should it be respected? Yes. I would hope that any of those type of organizations, formally or informally, are in the pursuit of human flourishing. Right? If not, if they're seeking to do harm, then there are other avenues to address said organizations. Second, for those who advocate for diversity, equity, inclusion. Be more transparent, be more clear, because in pursuit of inclusion, inclusivity, equity, we do understand that has to be at the exclusion of others or to the, if you will, negative impact of others, whether in terms of position whether in terms of dollars, time. In order to be more inclusive, that may mean a negative impact on somebody else. Because there are other factors at play that organizations who are in the pursuit of such things need to be more transparent about. And the third thing is this. If you find yourself in a space that you do not feel welcome, you can, one, have a discussion with those individuals to gain a further understanding as to their place and what they are doing, what they're seeking to achieve, what it is they fundamentally believe. Second, once you gain that information, again, you have the opportunity to either make adjustments in your own thinking and align with that organization, or thirdly, go create your own space. We're smart, we're intelligent. We have the freedom of participation, but we also have the freedom of creation. Let's be cognizant of the fact that in our pursuit of being accepted, welcomed, that we are careful and not so caught up in our own thing that we can do harm to somebody else. This has been a Humanity Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Give me your comments. Do you agree? Disagree? I'd love to hear from you. Take care. God bless. Remember, dignity, love, kindness, generosity. Be courageous. Hey, if you found something of value, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Find us on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. 
Find us on Twitter at Philip Fletcher. And as always, visit us on the website, philipfletcher.org.